It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. of the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Good day in sports. We've had some good, lively discussions on the NFC East. Sean gave out some winners to us earlier today. Thank you very much, sir. And uh, Shohei Otani, you can cash an 8-1 to ticket in some spots that he had over 10 strikeouts. He did that tonight. 5-2 and thirds scoreless, 11 strikeouts. Angels lead 2 to nothing, And, uh, it's, uh, it's funny we talk about the Angels because that is the favorite team of our next guest. Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, joins us right now at MeJVT on Twitter. And uh, I just lost a little bet. I'll tell you about that later. Um, but JVT joins us on vacation. What a, what a guy. Sean, you would never call in on vacation. Facts. Yeah, there's no chance. But we appreciate JVT, man, appreciate you... Uh, Dusting it off after working your butt off through the NBA playoffs. How's that? How's vacay treating you? Uh, it's going well, but you know how it is, man. Like you get near the end of vacation, you kind of get that itch to get back going. Free agency period starts tomorrow. The negotiating, you know, so get back on the horse after some days of R and R, and I'm ready to roll. You know. Well, let's uh, let's get to the biggest move of the day, and that is Dejounte Murray getting dealt from the San Antonio Spurs to the Atlanta Hawks. Three first-round picks go to the San Antonio Spurs along with Danilo Gallinari. Uh, I imagine just to match up uh, the the contracts there. So for the Hawks, we saw some adjustments in the odds down to twenty to one or fifteen to one to win the East. But I want to look more so at schematically. Trey Young and Dejounte Murray in the same backcourt. How does this play in your opinion? I mean, I'm really intrigued by it. I think it really works well. I mean, look, there's a lot of people who are saying, like, Trey Young, since he's entered the league, 100% of his minutes have been played at point guard. Uh, He has not played off ball much. Uh, If you look at, like, catch-and-shoot opportunities from three-point range this past year, he only had 77 catch-and-shoot three-point attempts. Uh, It's not a lot. So, and But he shot extremely well. He shot over 45% on those three-point attempts. But I think when you look at this, it, it has the potential to work out extremely well. Trey Young has the ability to play off ball. They just didn't have the personnel to do it. I mean, look at this team this last year. The best point guard that they had outside of Trey Young was DeLon Wright. 
But you need a little bit better than that if you're going to start to move Trey Young off ball. And so now they have it in DeJounte Murray. And if you look at some of the underlying numbers, Dan, like, you know, if you're talking about Trey Young cuts to the basket, well over 1.3 points per possession. If you're talking about Trey Young in terms of off ball screens that he's involved in, talking about well over 1.4 points per 100 possession or per possession. So, like, there are numbers that back up that Trey Young off the ball works really, really well. So I think this works out pretty, pretty well. I'd be more interested. When DeJounte Murray is playing off the ball, how well does he operate? He only shot 34% on catch-and-shoot three-point attempts this year, and there's more to being off the ball than just catch-and-shoot three-point attempts. But I'd be more intriguing there, but I still think he has the ability. And also, what this team is defensively. Like, to me, does it make them really interesting? Hell yeah. Does it make it a team, like I tweeted out earlier, they're at the top of my league pass rankings. Do I want to watch them a lot? <laughs> Hell yeah. Do I want to bet on them to win a title at this point? Hell no. Like, I don't think there's really a lot there yet that gives this team a substantial chance beating the best teams in the Eastern Conference. So I, I think they're not done yet. There's been reports that Collins could potentially be on the move here. Uh, they have other pieces. Uh, you have Kevin Herter that could be potentially on the move, too. If this is their only move, I will say it's fun. They're going to win a lot of games, but they're not a real contender to win an Eastern Conference title. We're talking to Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst. Follow him on Twitter at MeJVT. Uh, the news coming out today, it almost felt like, oh, some, uh, hey, this is a great move by James Harden. He wants to win. That was the Sham Sharania twist on it. How much does this really help the Sixers? If he's, you know, taking a little bit less money than 47.4, which would be, you know, what he could have opted into, um, it, does this give the Sixers flexibility to better themselves? I think it does, and I will. I will be the first. This will be the first time I admit this on the air since I have been off. Um, I have been shopping around for future prices on the Philadelphia 76ers. Ooh. I think this offseason for the Philadelphia 76ers has been really underrated. With with Harden opting out and allowing them to kind of sign a little bit here, PJ Tucker is going to join them, but he doesn't opt out of his contract and cut down on some of his money unless t- he knows Tucker's going to come. So you get Tucker. They acquired DeAnthony Melton. Like, this is a team that I think is getting a lot better. And then there's other pieces that they could add in the mix that improve them defensively. Now, all of a sudden, you're looking at this team and you're looking at, like, some of their weaknesses. They really addressed it in terms of adding shooting and defense at the same time. I think what this team has is really, really, really solid. And you, like, the best number I found was, like, 17 to 1. But I, I, I'm really intrigued by Philadelphia and this offseason that they had, especially with Harden opting out. He's still a top 25 player in the NBA. And if they have enough around him and Joel Embiid, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with in the Eastern Conference. So I I texted somebody earlier today. They're going to be my guilty pleasure. Like Doc Rivers really kind of makes me turn on my nose a little bit. So I don't know if I'll invest at this point, but I'm really tempted to go in on the Philadelphia 76ers as a preseason future bet. Interesting. Yeah. And we will see what they do uh, with that. Um, Russell Westbrook did not make the same decision because if he opted out, they would not sign him. So he could not make that right. risk uh, to say, I don't want the $47 because they would not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll sign you. No, that wouldn't, uh, that wouldn't happen. Um, from all accounts, and we, we were talking about this, uh, Bradley Beal opted out today, or not opt, yeah, he, he declined his option. Yeah, opted out. Which, which, which made a lot of sense because he can't sign the five-year Supermax if, in fact, he you know opted into the $36.4 million from – from things that you've heard or read, is it, does it seem like a foregone conclusion he stays in Washington for that five-year likely supermax of around $250 million? Or could some teams now come into 
potentially a sign and trade or, you know, get a four-year deal. He is technically an unrestricted free agent right now. Yeah, everything I've read points to, like, and look, it's the NBA, so you never want to say something is a lock. Uh, but everything I have read points to the fact that he, him and Harden are the same thing, right? They're opting out for a sole purpose of re-signing with that team. And, you know, whatever intricacies are there, whether it's the max, as you mentioned, for Beal, or whether it's, you know, allowing a team to get more flexible with its cap so they can add more pieces with Philadelphia. But that is the case for Beal. But we've seen the NBA. It gets a little weird. But, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like what we're seeing with some of these teams, right? Like with the Knicks, for example. Like Bradley Beal signing this max deal, you kind of understand it. He's like the franchise for the Washington Wizards. But congratulations on competing for a play-in spot, right? right? Like, it doesn't really make a ton of sense. So it does seem like that's going to be the case. The deal's not going to go anywhere. But we've seen crazier things in the NBA. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's I mean, <laughs> that's what the Wizards are. Actually, by the way, I, uh, what did you think of the trade today? Uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope goes to Denver. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Barton and, and Morris go back to, uh, go back to Washington. I, I actually thought it was a, a decent all for Washington to once again likely compete for a play-in game. But actually, I, pound for pound, I actually thought it was a, a decent move made by the Wizards. Yeah, well, I thought it was it was solid for both, right? Like, I think if you're looking at the Denver Nuggets, you're adding a guy like KCP, who's a really good three and D type player who fits really well with what they really need for Washington. Like you talked about, like the, the Wizards, if they've done anything well over the last couple of seasons, you know, it's stockpiling some like solid, would you call it, like B talent, right, around that roster. Uh, and so, like, there's a lot of solid players that it's good enough for competing for a playing spot. And they'll probably be a little bit better this year. You know, we mentioned Beal. The fact that he missed a really good chunk of the season last year didn't help in their quest to potentially make the playoffs. So they'll be better this next coming season. You know, when we're talking about competing for a title, how good are they going to be? We know they're not going to sniff it. But if we're talking about competing for, like, a top eight seed in the, in the Eastern Conference, I think they could absolutely do that. And on the other end, Denver... I think the thing I worry about is like there's not much shot creation outside of, you know, like if there is an injury to Jamal Murray again, where they go for shot creation, I think is going to be something that they'll really be hearing for if they're not adding anything else. But, but I didn't hate it for either side at all. JVT, last year you came on the show, you said over Minnesota, easy winner, and under on the Knicks, and that was a, a very easy winner. Well, the Knicks are, are going to Nick again, apparently. <laughs> uh, they have been clearing cap space like crazy trading away pieces, trading away draft picks to open up this spot for Jalen Brunson. And, and look, it, this is the funny thing. Everyone you've, you've heard talk about, it, I think I was listening to Zach Lowe uh, earlier today. We all kind of say the same thing. We're like, yeah, we like Jalen Brunson. He's a good player. We said it last night, Sean. I mean, to kind of essentially be the face of the franchise in addition to R.J. Barrett, um, <laughs> What what is your your takeaway of the likelihood of this Jalen Brunson? I think Mark Stein said sweepstakes, which made me laugh. Uh, yeah. Unfolding here in New York, uh, unfolding in New York. It, you kind of hit on it, like it's really Knicks esque, right? Like Jalen Brunson, you, you, you took the words out of my mouth. Jalen Brunson is a really good player. As a guy who is a Clippers fan, uh, there was a fantasy that Jalen Brunson would become a Clipper at one point, and I was going, I was really shooting for it. I thought it'd be great difference is is that Jalen Brunson being a cherry on top for a team like the Clippers much different than Jalen Brunson being the guy for the New York Knicks right like this is a team that did not make the play-in last year and now adds Jalen Brunson to make the play-in I guess right like if you're looking at the teams all around and you know I made a I made a funny meme today about the Hawks like 
congrats. You know, Jalen Brunson, he's a Nick. It's incredible. The Hawks just added DeJounte Murray. The teams around in the Eastern Conference are much better. And there's at the very least, I would say, eight teams that are power rated higher than the New York Knicks at this point right now, even with the assumption that Brunson's going to be there. And also, might I add, it would be very Nixian. Um, I don't know if you saw the report. He's meeting with the Mavericks, mm-hmm. and he's meeting with the Heat as well as the Knicks. It would be awesome if the Knicks did all of this to clear space, and he ended up signing with one of those two teams, namely the Heat or the Mavericks. Uh, it would be hilarious. I don't think it's going to happen. He's got his dad tied into the office there and everything like that of the staff. But regardless, I'm with you. Like it just it doesn't make a really big impact. Congrats. I guess you've been you've been looking for somebody to run point guard for you, and you got him. But he's going to get you the eighth seed at best. JVT, 15 seconds. You pro John Wall to your Clippers? A pro. Look, it's a need. You're not paying him a lot, right? You didn't break the bank for him, and you needed a point guard like him. If he doesn't work, Ty Lue has shown that he has a short lease for guys, even with veterans. So I think it's very, I'm very pro. Enjoy the rest of vacation at me, JVT, on Twitter. Thanks, JVT. Good to talk to you guys. Thank you. There he is, Jonathan Von Tobles, the nightcap here on VC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting. Attention, all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests we are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCasts wherever you get your podcast. What are you laughing about over there? I mean, I heard you read it, but like when you actually see like Miles Sanders. <laughs> like uh, in late June, ta- on, in late man. June, talking about we feel unstoppable. He didn't say unstoppable, did he? Yeah, oh, that's man. what it is. we feel unstoppable, like an all star team. <laughs> uh, I like being right. Oh. 
feels like uh, what Vince Young in 2011 called the Eagles the dream team. They went eight and eight. Vince Young played for the Eagles. Yeah, he was their that's back, right. He backed up their backup yeah, quarterback. That's right. he did yeah. Who did they sign? That Forgot guy? about that. Oh God, that team actually played well down the stretch, but they were a big time disappointment. Uh, that I'm I'm pulling up that roster. That that off season they signed Dominic Rogers, Cromarty, Namde Asawa, DRC, my guy, uh, Vince Young, Ronnie Brown, shout Evan out. Mathis. Shout out to the home team. What's going Steve on? Steve Smith. <laughs> uh I, I just look i i'll i'm not gonna turn my eagles ticket in um i think they're i think they're more talented uh yeah like you said there's certainly questions with jalen hurts what kind of how will he uh how will he rise this year so we'll see as you expectations said, why have they play killed a lot of ball clubs true very true. You start hearing everybody say you're going to be great. You know, you start believing it. Yep. You forget how hard it is just to win one game. It's a tough league, man. You, it's a tough league. You are right. You are absolutely right. And we'll see. I've got the best defensive player in Washington and the best offensive player in Washington, both with chips on their shoulders. That's why I like Washington. Terry McLaurin doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. I'm talking don't. Pro Bowl quarterback Carson don't. Wentz. He's gonna have a Pro Bowl year. Either him or Trubisky, one of the two. Can we take that cigar bet? No. Better stop blabbing about it. No, I'm, i I believe that. Okay, well then bet it. You get Trubisky and Carson Wentz. Either one makes the Pro Bowl, you win. I'm down. All right. I like that. There we go. I like that. Yeah. We're getting, we got a lot more this year. I, I mean, like this, that. this is June, and we still got. No, we I got, can't wait. I'm going to be in full feather peacock mode. Well, Trubisky, Wentz. Pro Bowl. No Pro Bowl for you. Yeah. Carson Wentz could do it. I could, if, if, I mean, Trubisky's not making the Pro Bowl. Steelers are going to stink, and he's not going to be good. I think I'm going to vote Tomlin for Coach of the Year. I don't know that the Steelers are going to stink. I don't necessarily. You could that. talk me into that. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with Steelers are going to stink. Well, especially if Deshaun's going to miss the majority of the year. And I mean, I can go to the what's the high school right there in Maryland. I'd line their receivers up against what the Ravens currently have. You know. Okay. How are you feeling about your Browns winning more games than the Ravens bet? I don't know about that one. I mean, I, I did not anticipate that they were going to be coming at Deshaun's neck. I did. But I do think that the NFL leaked the fact that they desire a full year and potentially more. I think they leaked that so that they cover themselves when they're actually announced that it's a four-game suspension. It's not going to be four-game suspension. It's, I think, minimum eight. Minimum. I wouldn't be surprised if it was all year. How many? How many? Uh, he's got four lawsuits left, right? They haven't been settled, so he settled twenty to twenty-four, right? So yep. he gets a game for each lawsuit that haven't been settled. With all those people that have come out, yeah, I, I don't. I think it's it could be a while, so we'll see. Um, he won't be playing the first. I, I think I would. I Bengals would be, are sitting pretty. I would. The Bengals are the one team in that division I, that didn't have any major defections because even though CJ. 
Um, how do you say his last Uzama. name? Uzama left. I mean, he's replaceable. But their major de- deficiency was their offensive line. They went out and upgraded it. They brought in Lyle Collins and uh, what's the guard from the Bucks that the Bengals brought in? I don't know why you Kappa Alex Kappa. So everybody else in the division was 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 losing things. The Bengals were adding things, and they were the actual team in the division that was in the Super Bowl. And no one's talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. I wouldn't say no one's talking about the Cincinnati on the national Bengals. platform. I don't hear the Bengals name mentioned. No one's. I mean, they're. They're talking about the Browns because of Deshaun Watson. Definitely not talking well, about the this. Well, the, the, the why doesn't really play into the, this. They're not talking about the Steelers. I, I think as we get closer, it's June. I mean, I don't, who are they talking about outside of the Cowboys right now? The Bucks. I mean, the teams that they're talking about, they'll talk plenty about the Bengals as we get to August. We'll see. I, I don't know why you're sleeping on the Ravens that much. I, do, I just... I don't know who he's going to throw to. And he's not a spring chicken anymore. He's not the same kid fresh out of Louisville. They were 8-3 and three before he got hurt. I know what they were. I watch. I mean, the Hollywood Brown trade was a stroke of brilliance by the Ravens. Long term, absolutely. I mean, he was fine. I'm just. We'll see. I agree. We'll see. I think they win that division. I think the Ravens win the division. I get the other three teams, you no, get the Ravens? of course not. Well, then don't be shaking your head like you just came why, up with something. But why would I take I, – I would bet the Ravens to win the division. Oh, well, say that then. Don't be like – But I'm not going to – I'm on to something. I'm this not going to give you the other – Fresh take. What? I can't give an opinion? Yes. We have a th- – Absolutely. Have All a- I asked for was to cigar bet it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Why would I give you the rest of the division? Your energy changed. Like, you had that confidence. It's, it's like when you The said- Ravens are going to win the division – and then I was like, well, let's cigar bet it. And then your energy changed. It was like, no. Well, what? Yeah. Like it was ludicrous that I even asked you the question. I just was feeding off your energy. Well, I, I, I thought maybe you were having a moment. I wouldn't make a bet on something that is, that I don't have. I thought, I thought maybe you have, I thought maybe you're having a moment. I got to even out some of these lopsided cigar bets. Well, those, you're here. making those. And Captain Confidence over there, I didn't say this. He said it. Let's make it five sticks for. USF I'm thinking about that. BYU. I'm thinking about that. Five you, male billion. I I didn't took five that five. You put. I reserved the right to to still make that bet. Yeah, you can. I will happily take it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I do want to tell you about a little fun bet that was just made during the show. Uh, so we are going to start working on our college football preview magazine here at Veasan. Uh, it'll be out, I think, end of July, early August. Uh, where we'll break down every team and give out best bets, over-unders, all of that stuff. <laughs> and Dave Tooley and I, uh, for the last, I guess the last three years, we have split the MAC, and then we do the independents. <laughs> you got to talk about all the teams. So those are the teams that we do. And we've, we've got it down to a, a science with the MAC. Uh, we've taken the same side each, each time, so that, that's irrelevant. Uh, and then with the independents, obviously, I told them, look, I want Notre Dame because they're Notre Dame. I know them very well. You get the next two picks. So I think he took BYU and Liberty. Then I took Army. And then there's three more who are probably the three worst teams in college football. Can you name them, by the way? Uh, is Eastern Michigan one? No. UConn, UMass, and New Mexico State. Man, shout out to my guy Jerry Kill, man. He just sent me some swag from New Mexico State. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm an extra large. No big deal. 
Um, so, so uh, I was emailing back and forth with Dave, and Dave came up. It was the, he was like, "Are you watching the Angels game?" I'm like, "Yeah, we got it on in the studio." He goes, "Okay, if the Angels score in the sixth inning, I get first choice of the remaining three, and you have to write about the other two. If they don't score." You get first pick, and I have to do the other two. And I'm watching it, and we come back from break, and Shohei Otani struck out swinging to lead off the inning, so I'm feeling good. Okay. Then a single, and then they hit a two-run homer. Wow. <laughs> so uh, Dave won our, our little bet there. Uh, Dave will be writing about Jerry Kill's New Mexico State Aggies. Yeah, man, tell him whatever he needs. And tell him, by the way, if you're emailing Dave, tell Dave I got a bone to pick with him. <laughs> tell him he does the little horse deal, and I never get asked. So tell him I want in. You have his own. I don't have Dave's information. Just text him. Say, Sean just said he wants isn't in he on the, the horse. Isn't he like the reason that you're here? No, 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 no. That guy's not here anymore. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> tripping. Sorry. Yeah, you're tripping. <laughs> All right, I will. I will let Dave know. Yeah, golly, man, you just get out of hand. Can't take you anywhere. By the way, uh, we just tweeted out your uh, your hot take on Carson Wentz. I did. I retweeted it. Yeah, and put absolutely. What's that song? John Abs- Murray. John Murray from Westgate said no. Yeah. yeah, spoken like a true Washingtonian. What's that song, Sean? You said absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Say it again, huh? This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN alongside Carson Wentz, biggest fan, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. You know, it's funny, though, Sean, is that you stood on the table all during the draft, did radio hits in my hometown talking about Sam Howell. Apparently, Sam Howell's got no chance of ever seeing the field with uh, the superstar Winston. Well, it'll work just like it's supposed to. Wentz will do his thing, and then Sam will continue to learn. And What's his thing? Like, play decently and then... Well, if he goes 27-7, and seven, that's a huge upgrade from 20-15, and 15, which you got from your starting quarterback last year. Don't disagree with right. that. And oh, all I'm see. trying to get is over eight. I mean, mother of God. I'm just trying Borderline to Borderline MVP. Hey, man, look. Stop. Hey. Stop. 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 I mean, I know things. That's all I'm going to say. Do I you know have things. eyeballs? Two. Yeah. Yep. Did they watch the Jags game? Yep. Or the Colts or, or the uh, Raiders game? It happens. Hey, you got a, you got a fan here. Wow. Uh, you got Sean will be proven right on this one. I'm going on the record. Look, I said... Washington improved at quarterback. I agree with that. Somebody said, I said, Carson Wentz is a top 16. Somebody said top 32. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think he's top, probably top 20, 22, somewhere in that Listen, range. Listen, I think I'm an expert on most things, but the one thing I definitely know I'm an expert on is quarterback play. Tell you, Carson Wentz has so a big season. So why did two teams quit on him? It happens, man. But Sometimes no, but, it's a bad fit. But tell me why. So, how, how is Indianapolis ever a bad so fit? So watch what happened in Philly. 
First of all, it was the injuries in Philly. And Carson started that year that Philly ended up winning the Super Bowl. He started it out playing well, right? Then he got injured. So Nick Foles ultimately was the quarterback that played Super Bowl Sunday that won the game. There's always kind of been that uncomfortableness, in my opinion, between Carson and the Eagles. You know, then they draft Jalen Hurts. And Second round. I know, but still, like, when you're the starting quarterback and you feel like you're the guy, why waste a valuable draft pick on another quarterback? But doesn't that tell you how that they right that he doesn't have mental toughness? Well, I I, th- I think you develop mental toughness. I think when you come from Sean, it was the f- it was it was his fifth year in the league. But, but hear me out. He just had gone to the playoffs. <laughs> hear me out. Hear and me he out. and he crapped all over himself that year. Hear me he out. was arguably one You're of the talking worst about quarterbacks in the league that went to North Dakota State. I don't care. Well, not, well it matters. Five years into the NFL, that is mental weakness. Well, I mean, you know more than me, so yeah. I mean, Shawnee's 28 years old hey, that season. Hey, 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 You got it. Two teams quit. You got Look, it. Look, we're going to see how the season plays out. I think Carson Wentz is going to have a great season. You think he's a slight upgrade to Taylor Heineke, he's but nothing significant. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out. And I think if I were to bet it, I'd bet over on their win yeah. total. I don't think they'll win the division. I think they've got a chance to i think at i'm five, gonna bet the win total i think at five to one it's interesting because then what philly and dallas do doesn't matter it's just about washington my thing with taking the division is washington could have a great year and then dallas win 12 games again and they finish second to dallas in the division so that's why my, my bigger bet will be over the eight wins and then i'll put a smaller bet on the division because everybody for the first time in a long time is down on dallas Dallas normally this time of year has a bunch of positive synergy, and this is finally the breakthrough. And for the first time in a long time, they're not. All right, so, so I want to actually go back to that. So we talked to Newey Scruggs on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, they still are the betting favorite to win this division. Right. Now, those odds have shifted. But the energy feels different. It does. Yeah. And they they you know they went 12-5 and five last year. They do have Micah Parsons coming off of a tremendous rookie of Ooh, the season. Oh, I hate his offseason. Trayvon Diggs had... A gajillion interceptions. Uh, they. I like his offseason. Their coaching staff is still intact, whether that's a good or bad thing. Uh, Depends Newey's, on how they start the season. Newey Scruggs certainly had some serious concerns about Kellen Moore. Amari Cooper is gone. Um, should we be as low on the Cowboys as we are? Both you and I said, look at some alt-under win totals mm-hmm. on the Dallas Cowboys. So is this a situation... I like the Eagles. Everybody seems to like the Eagles. You like the Commanders. We showed the stat that 99% of the money, at least at one sports book, uh, Caesars is on the over win total for, for Washington. Are we not giving Dallas a fair shot? I think we're being even f- though they're the champs. No, I think we're being fair with Dallas because the last time Dallas had an opportunity to impress us or disappoint us, we saw what they did. Also, the 49ers. So. They didn't get better from a personnel standpoint from that last visual that we have. Now, here's how this could go. One or two things can happen. They can really internally rally around each other, and CeeDee Lamb can just get sick and tired of people talking about he's not a number one, that they're going to miss Amari Cooper. Or they could get off to a slow start and it completely fall apart. So you think that Washington's first four games are important. I think it's Dallas oh. whose start to the season is of uber importance because 
if they get off to a slow start, then people are going to start talking about firing Mike McCarthy. Kelly Moore should be the head coach. Dak Prescott's overpaid. CeeDee Lamb's not a number one. Like Micah Parsons has been at every major sporting event since the end of the Super Bowl ended. And he didn't even play in the Super Bowl. That's not a boxing match or a hockey game or NBA game that I hadn't seen Micah Parsons at. Like that is the issue with me in Dallas. I don't think they can withstand a slow start to the season. And when you look at that schedule, I'm not a big schedule guy, Mm -hmm. but they do start off with Tom Brady, Joe Burrow. So just on that, on the strength of that alone, you're going to have to be on top of your game because both of those quarterbacks can light you up if you aren't. Say Dallas loses both games by double digits. They're already going to be talking about firing McCarthy. Oh. They're talking about firing him now. They're already going to be talking about Jerry Jones taking an unproven projection from Tulsa, you know, with his first pick in this past draft. Like, there's so many storylines that, from a negative standpoint, will impact their ability to really focus on playing football. That's why I'm not as high on Dallas. I think that's a really good point you make about the first two weeks. And they're both at home. Primetime, week one. Uh, Look, we were here on the air Thursday Night Football, opened the season. God, they probably played... Their best game of the season. Yeah, surprised they everybody. Were, they were great. People they, thought Tampa was going to spank them. They covered, right? They they lost, but they covered, I believe, if my memory serves me correct. They played great. And I, how much of this season comes down to the play of Dak Prescott? Is it is it the entire season? Is it all riding on his shoulders? I look. I am out on Zeke. I I think he once he gets hit, he falls. I don't. I just he's got to prove a lot to me. And I think with that offensive line, it's got the makings for a really poor season for Zeke. I think Dak's got the capabilities. We've seen it before he got injured two years ago. He was lighting up everybody. He had like 400, like 450 yards per game, whatever it was. Dak Prescott, where are you on Dak? Because I, I feel like you kind of have a roller coaster. I with think Dak. Dak's in the Carson Wentz boat for me. I still think there's potential for upside. I think he's one of the top 16 quarterbacks in the National Football League, but. He's got to do it. And here's what I mean. I don't think Dak's perception is lower at the end of the season than it is right now. Because I think a lot of people view Dak as overpaid. I agree. And I think if the Cowboys don't win, there are enough scapegoats in other places that Dak won't get the majority of the blame. But there is an opportunity for Dak to elevate his perception and his reality by going out and having an MVP caliber season, which I think his talent gives him an opportunity to do. My thing with Dak is can he put it all together post-injury, post-paper? There's one thing when you grind in trying to get the bag, Tim. It's another thing when you got the bag. Now everybody loves you. You know, you're in the $4 million house. You know, you don't ever wear the same pair of socks twice. Like, it's just a different mindset, you know. So, it's, it's, it's different. I'm just telling you, if you guys want to go look at what Dak was, go look at the 2018 Green Bay Packers at Dallas Cowboys game. And look at it, Dak using his legs. Look at springy, athletic, and then go back and look at him last year. And, you know, he's back there like he's Matt Ryan. So, I think he can elevate. I don't think he can lower because I think he's at his floor outside of when he was initially drafted as far as what people think of him. And I think, ultimately, 
a lot's going to come down to a once upon a time vaunted offensive line is now a bit long in the tooth. They have a a developmental offensive lineman in Tyler Smith from Tulsa who might have to be forced to still be in the AAC. You know, Tyron Smith, as Nui Scruggs said, no way he plays all 17 games. So it'll be very interesting. Hey, man, you guys keep telling me how good this Kelly Moore guy is. Hey, he got to scheme it. He got to scheme it up. I didn't say nothing. If, if the old line is a step or a notch below, you, you could scheme it. Trust me, the Bengals made the Super Bowl, and their old line was garbage. That is true. Is Jamar Chase on the Dallas Cowboys roster? CD Lamb, stand up. Ain't no Jamar Chase. The nightcap here on Visa. (laughs) Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get it. VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream, whenever you want, it costs only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, VEASAN.com slash subscriber. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside the pride of St. Petersburg, Florida. Gibbs High School Sean in King. the building. I am Tim Murray. Sean, getting a little vacay over the uh, over the weekend, over the uh, holiday weekend. So we will see you in one week. Yep, next Wednesday. Very nice. So enjoy yourself. Uh-huh. Have yourself uh, a uh, Carson Wentz, uh, get a jersey for Carson Wentz. You know, so you remember last year? 
like how people felt when I was talking about Clemson. God. I'm just telling you, yeah, like, no, right. oh, yeah, that's all I got right last year. Come on, stop it. I'm just telling you, with this commander's thing, just just go with it. Just breathe. Don't fight it. But here, but Don't push back. Just go with it. I'm just telling you. When was the last time the Washington Commanders won 11 games? I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm just asking. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I know. I understand the energy. I know it's a team that's near and dear to you. I know you're an expert on their history, their successes, their failures. I'm just telling you when it comes to this quarterback thing. And here's the thing, Sean. I, I, I know what I'm looking at. Just, just buy Carson Wentz stock. Two teams have quit on him in two years. I know. A team quit on him. He threw 27 touchdowns and seven picks. And then If he does that then, in Washington this year, they and, win more than eight games. And then with a roster stocked with talent, Lost two consecutive games as a favorite. One at home. Let me ask you a question. One on the road if he, against the Jaguars. If he as a duplicates statistically favorite. what he did last year, does Washington win nine games? I got to get him over eight or seven or eight. I can take the seven and a half but, at minus one fifteen. But here's the thing: Sean. we're just trying to cash a ticket. But we talked about it on this show. Did I disagree? No. I said I like over seven yeah. and a half. Yeah. And I said five to one is an interesting. So then look. we're on the same page. But you know, because you said he's a top sixteen quarterback. He's definitely a top sixteen and quarterback, not. and he's a borderline. He's going to be a Pro Bowler this year. I think he's on a Pro Bowl caliber season, and he's definitely a top sixteen quarterback. One hundred percent. We've done this exercise before. And one hundred percent. You are out of your mind. All right. Uh, by the way, this funny tweet coming in. Commandos, Commandos hit the over on the win total with offensive rookie of the year Sean Sam Howell leading them. Hey, now that's what really makes me love Washington. If God forbid something happens to Carson Wentz from an injury standpoint, then it's the Sam Howell show. It's the Taylor Heineke show. No, 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 it's the Sam Howell show. I'm telling you. If Carson Wentz got hurt, yeah, well, it's the, the Sam reason, Howell show. If the if the Sam Howell show starts. It happens in 2022. It's because they're four and ten. Nah, nah, I don't want that to happen. I gotta get over seven and a half wins. I know. Yeah, Chase Young will rebound. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he tried to talk his way to a Pro Bowl last year, and you see that don't work. So this year he's working his way. My boy Sap went up there and worked with the D line. Telling you, man, I got inside information on this thing, man. Just telling you, be on the right side of history. Just come on over here and get on the wagon right now. You know, we'll open our arms. We'll accept you, my ginger brother. And you come roll with these winners. I didn't even disagree with you. No, I'm talking about we're going to take a slight little little portion of the stock to win the NFC East. No. We're going to take a slight little portion of the stock to make the playoffs. That You could interest me in yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to take a bigger nibble, you know, to win the NFC. I mean, because when you're up, you got to be up, right? When it's up, then it's up, then it's up. There's no way. If the on, opinion's right, let's no, max it out. There's no way on earth the Washington Commanders win the NFC. So, so let me ask you this. It's almost as bad as bad. Let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this. Tom Brady is defying aging, basically. Right, the season he just had at his age, right? Okay. At some point, and I'm not saying it's this year, and I hope it's not this year because I'm rooting for the Bucks. He gets old, mm-hmm. right? Bucks, that offensive line. We saw what it was like when it wasn't full strength in the Rams game, right? They were on Brady. He couldn't do anything. 
they lost Ali Marpet, Alex Kappa. So they've got some legitimate pieces that they've got to fill, right? So there are some slight questions there. New coach, Ty Bowles. I love Ty Bowles, but it's still a new coach. What's your point? Look at the NFC. Aaron Rodgers, no Devontae Adams. Who's his best receiver this year? Lazard? I mean, I love New Orleans, but Jameis Winston's coming back off of ACL. Like, when you look at the NFC, it's not as top-heavy as the AFC. I know the Rams won a Super Bowl. In most years, when a team wins a Super Bowl, there's some regression the following year. Sometimes you get the Chiefs, but a lot of times you get a team that doesn't make the playoffs. It just happens. Guys get fat. Guys get contracts. Guys get complacent. We've gone from over 7.5 wins to you thinking this team has an opportunity. The NFC is not as strong as it has been the last couple years. better or worse than the Washington football team? Okay. Your silence is my answer. Oh no. And he couldn't. I was thinking of the divisions. And he couldn't. I was comparing Dallas to Tennessee, you know, the Giants to the Texans, and then the Jags to the Eagles. Again, I'm not as high on the Eagles as other people. I've seen these hype trains crash before. I'm just telling you. Well what 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 did Miles Sanders say? We're unstoppable, baby. Well, <laughs> hey Miles, it's June. <laughs> The commander's coaching staff told Kevin Sheehan, who hosts a podcast, very popular one in D.C., that this is a 12-13 to 13 win offense. All I'm saying, man, I've been quiet about is where that, I'm going on vacation. Right? I'm, headed, I'm headed to France, man. I'm going to hang out with my guy Snyder, man, get some – we're going to watch some game film. We're going to get fired up, man. Just tell him, get on the train right now. You going to bring that subpoena with you? No, no. Nah, don't yeah. get involved with the legal system, man. Yeah. I believe in the law. Uh, well, Sean's a bit delusional on the Washington Commanders, hey. but uh, doesn't seem like people are buying in on the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Check out this uh, tweet from Ben Fox <laughs> earlier today. So he talked about how all the money is on the Commanders over at Caesars. Bears under six and a half, most lopsided bet at Caesars under most right lopsided now. under bet right um he also uh, scrolling through it here yeah, nobody's buying what the Bears are selling I mean Bears first time GM first time head 95% coach 95% of the bets are on the under nearly 18 times the yeah. money is on the under yeah I mean if the if the Bears win seven or more games the casinos may build an extra casino they're going to pick up so much money. I mean, they got no shot. No shot. Dan Fields is in a new offense. Doesn't seem uh, doesn't seem uh, too optimistic there. Uh, there for, uh, for the good old Where did Justin Fields play uh, college football? Ohio State. Where did C.J. Stroud play college football? Ohio State. Wouldn't this be some irony? Because this regime didn't, didn't draft Trade Justin. C.J. Stroud? Or draft, no. Draft they, go, they, they ain't no the number one pick. They're bad. They take Stroud. <laughs> Traded off, traded out a uh, first round pick for him. Man, you are not high on Justin Fields, are you? No, it's not about being high or down on him. I think the structure that he needed to be successful early in his career has not presented itself at all in Chicago. That's why I didn't like Chicago selecting him because Nagy was in a gotta win or he's getting fired type of situation. That's not the situation Justin Fields was going to flourish in. Now he's having to learn a second offense in his second year in the NFL, learn a whole new offensive staff, has a whole new GM. I mean, that's tough on a kid that doesn't look like 
when he walks by you in the hallway that he's the franchise guy because those guys didn't draft him. So their their resumes, their jobs, they're not attached to Justin Fields. So that's why I'm kind of down on it because it's been unfair to the kid. Now, it is what it is. It's pro sports. But if you were going to groom a young quarterback, Justin Fields' first two years is not how you do it. No. Uh, I I would agree. A good way to get a quarterback is you know trade for him, put him around a lot of talent, and have a coach that <laughs> that loved him like Such Frank a Wright. Hater man. <laughs> uh, good baseball game. Uh, really good baseball. Hey, hating game. on your ginger brother. <laughs> I'm a realist. Uh, good baseball game tomorrow. Joe Musgrove is a dog. Sean, you get plus money on Joe Musgrove and the Padres at the. Dodgers tomorrow. Is Fernando Tatis back? Uh, that'll be a uh, a fun is, one. Is Manny Machado work. back? Uh, and Padres light on bats right now. Just be careful. All right. Yeah. I'm sure much more from uh, Scott Seidenberg. Coming up next, he'll be breaking down the whole baseball slate. Sean's going to enjoy a little vacation. Here gonna, I come, Snyder. He's going to buy a number 11 Carson Wentz jersey. That's right, baby. I'm going to fry. It's a new era where 12 people will show up at their stadium. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.